It's a crime, Mr. Collins. It surely is. After all, the temperature does vary in the Argentine. A capillaris can be very warm if he's after a woman. And very cold if he's out to kill a man. You know, of course, that I'm married to Greg Collins, the famous private detective. I'm Gail Collins. And I'll be back in a moment to set the stage for our puzzling crime. It's a crime, Mr. Collins. Tell me, Senora Collins, you mentioned the Argentine. What's our story titled tonight? I call it The Chrome Yellow Death. Mmm, sounds exciting. Believe me, Jack, it was. Greg and I received an invitation to Los Colorados, just outside of Buenos Aires. Very wealthy tobacco magnate Tom McDougall owned an exquisite hacienda farther inland. In rather fetid, tropical, almost jungle area. He had known Greg a long time and had asked us to fly down from San Francisco as his guests, including the plane fare. What especially intrigued Greg, though, was that instead of the usual come-and-visit-me note, the letter from McDougal hinted that there was some high jinks going on in Cruz Angelo. Anyway, we had left the airport and driven way inland to Tom's Hacienda, where the foreman greeted us. Bienvenido, senor y senora Collins. Welcome. I am Antonio Sebastian, senor McDougal's foreman. I will take the baggage, I think, no? Hello, Antonio. We haven't seen you in about five years, have we? No, senora. It is a pity. It is a shame. Where's Tom, Antonio? Out in the tobacco fields, I suppose. Ah, no, senor Collins. Uh, Senor McDougal, he never go near. He just let Antonio grow the tobacco. He stay here all the time. Uh, He will be here soon, I think. Uh, Would you like to make yourself comfortable? Sure. Here, I have prepared a daiquiri for you. Oh, that's well, Antonio. Antonio, make the best daiquiri in all Argentine. Uh, Thank you, Antonio. Well, salute. Salute y pesetas y amor, Antonio. Salute, senor y senora Collins. Mm. Mm. Sensational. I'm going to steal you from Tom, Antonio, just to have you in San Francisco. We'll pay you twice what Tom does. And all you have to do is make the carry. Antonio. Antonio. Ah, there's Senor McDougal now. I'm here, Senor, with your visitors, Senor and Senora Collins. They're here. I hadn't expected them so soon. Greg, my boy, and Gail, how are you both? We're fine, thanks, Tom. Don't you look a bit hot and bothered. Something wrong? Yes, a fire almost destroyed my tobacco crop. What is that? Oh, we got it out, but it was a pretty close thing. You were in the field, senor? Yes, Antonio. And something's very funny down there. I'll talk to you about that later, after dinner. Daddy! Oh, Lorna! Uh, Greg, Gail, you remember my daughter. Yes, of course. Oh, hello, hello. hello. Um, Daddy, did you tell me the truth? Do you swear you didn't hurt yourself putting out that fire? No, have I ever lied to you, Lorna? Yes, often. <laughs> I want to show you something when we finish dinner, Greg. Huh? Uh, what's that, Tom? Something I found in my tobacco field. A rag soaked in kerosene. You found what, senor? A rag, Antonio, soaked in kerosene. 
Somebody started that fire deliberately. But why, Tom? I don't know, Gail. Something screwy is going on here, and I can't figure it out. Today, we had a brush fire. Last week, someone put poison in my wells. Antonio and I have watched and waited. We even notified the police. and had a few agents to police here, hanging around for a while. Anybody in East Pass got it in for you, Tom? Oh, no, senor. Senor Tom, everybody love him. Everybody except Granite. Who's Granite? Jeppel lives about ten miles from here. Wild little fellow. He's an exporter. He's also a nut about Latin American culture. He collects things. Has about a dozen rooms full of Aztec weapons, Mexican novelties, Brazilian coins, all kinds of junk. Well, what's he got against you? He wanted to buy this place. Of course, I wouldn't sell it to him. But you're wasting your time thinking it's granite. He's clever. He wouldn't be pulling any of these stunts. They're too obvious for a man like him. Daddy, I still say you should sell and let's get out of here. I I hate this place. It's horrible. I can't sleep nights. Oh, please, senorita, do not cry. Hello, Lorna, darling. Oh, hello, Stuart. Greg, Gail, this is Stuart, my fiancé. Uh, hi, oh. Stuart. Howdy, oh. You're just in time for dinner, Stuart. He's always just in time for dinner. Oh, now, Daddy, you've got to stop that. Young man, I'm among good friends, so I can speak freely. Someday, I'm going to take you by the seat of your pants and toss you up once and for all. Look, MacDougall, you might as well get used to the idea that I'm going to marry Lona. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. It is, eh? Why, you insolent... Daddy, son. please. We have guests. Oh, oh, oh yes. I'm sorry, Greg, Gail. It's okay, Tom. Daddy's just in a bad mood because we've had some more trouble. I know. I heard about the brush fire. Mr. Granite told me. You know Mr. Granite, Stuart? Yes. I work for him. I'm his foreman. Is he in town now? Yes, he is. And he's on his plantation. Oh, I know what you're thinking, Mr. Collins, but you're on the wrong track. Mr. Granite isn't the only person in town who has a grudge against MacDougall. Stuart, don't start that oh, look, again. Look here, Stuart. Oh, Senor Stuart, please, you know how you say exaggerate? Do I, Antonio? I began to see that Tom MacDougall's beautiful hacienda was actually a very strange place. There was hatred and suspicion everywhere. But keep your ears pinned, friends. We'll be back in a minute with more of our story. After dinner, Greg and I took a stroll in the grounds. It was cool. The stars were out. And we stood by a long line of fountains that Tom had lit up with colored spotlights. Oh, aren't those fountains gorgeous, Greg? I know something much prettier. What? You, Tim. Oh, Greg. That's the first nice thing you said to me for ages. Why aren't you romantic anymore? I know the next line, bub. It's about how marriage changes men and they take their wives for granted. But you do. Now, look, darling. Let's go up on that little balcony. You see it? Mm-hmm. The stars are shining right on them. You just see if I've forgotten to be romantic. Oh, that's a wonderful idea, Greg. Come on. The stairway's over here. Uh, Greg, look. Under that archway on the floor. It's Tom. He's fainted. Tim. 
Let me see him, Gail. What's that around his neck? It's a gimmick they call Las Bolas. Three strips of leather with three lead balls. But what's he doing with it? What's wrong with him? Las Bolas has one major purpose, Gail. And it's just served that purpose very well. To use Las Bolas to commit murder. The dead body of Tom McDougall sprawled on the colored tiles by the fountains in the starlight was a gruesome paradox. Greg leaned over, loosened those leather strips that were around Mr. McDougall's throat. It's quite a weapon, Gail. Used extensively in Argentine. These three lead balls are each at the end of a leather strip, see? An expert, and only an expert, can use Las Bolas. And he tosses it, sometimes from as much as 20 feet away. One ball knocks the victim unconscious. You see that bruise on Tom's head? Yeah. The other two wrap themselves around the throat, strangling the victim. Evidently, that's just what happened to Tom. We'd better call Antonio, don't you think? He can get the police. Antonio! Antonio! You call me, Senora Collins? Madre mia! Senor Matudo! Ah, Los Bolas! He, he is dead? He's dead? Yes, Antonio. Oh, Senor Madugo. Mr. Collins, Stuart and I wanted to ask you if... Daddy? Well, what's wrong with him? What's happened? Daddy! Your father is dead, Lorna. Oh, oh no. Easy, Lorna. Easy. Come with me, honey. Sit down over here. Did you find MacDougall's body just that way, Mr. Collins? Just this way, Stuart. Not five minutes ago. Recognize this yellow leather gadget? Yes. They call it Los Volos, don't they? Yes, they do. Take care of Lana, Gail. I'll get someone to phone the police. You kill Senor McDougal. That is what I think, Senor Stewart. Shut up, you crazy fool. You hate him. You kill him. Where'd you get that idea? When you learn how to use Los Volos. Suppose I do know how. That doesn't mean I'd murder McDougal, does it? Please, please stop fighting this way. Daddy's dead. What good does it do to accuse each other? I think I can help, Lona. How? By going to the other plantation and talking to Granite. Stuart and Lorna stayed and waited for the police. Meantime, Greg and I got into a station wagon with Antonio and did 85 on those dirt roads till we reached Granite's plantation. Granite was a queer-looking duck, short, shabbily dressed with very heavy glasses. He smoked small black cigars and peered at us behind a huge desk covered with paraphernalia. What can I do for you, Mr. Collins? I have some news for you, Mr. Grennett. Mr. McDougall is dead. I'm glad to hear it. I loathe the man. A heart attack, I presume? No, no heart. Somebody kill him with Los Volos. Well, then, he had the satisfaction of dying in a rather picturesque way. Most of us aren't that fortunate. 
You wanted to buy Mr. McDougal's estate, didn't you? Oh, yes, indeed. I'm an exporter, Mr. Collins. The McDougal estate is by the waterfront, uh, has a ready-made landing. Uh, by the way, will you give Lorna McDougal a message for me? Yeah, what is it? Tell her I want to see her. See, it's very important. I'd never have persuaded her father to sell. He's very stubborn. Well, uh, somebody saved me a headache. Do not speak of the dead this way, Senor Glenard. You'll be punished. Senor, Senora Collins, please excuse me. Where are you going, Antonio? I wait outside. I cannot speak to Senor Granite. If I speak to such a, how you say, man of the devil, poor Antonio will be punished himself. <laughs> like most of the natives, Mr. and Mrs. Collins, Antonio is an illiterate fool, weaned on superstition. I'm sorry, Mr. Granite. I'm very fond of Antonio. You still haven't told me why you came here, Mr. Collins. You suspect me of murder, of course. But you must be incredibly naive to think that you could just walk in and have me hand you a written confession. I haven't accused you of murder, Mr. Granite. I'm just, shall we say, gathering information. Let me help you. Would you like to look around my place? Most of my guests find it fascinating. I have dozens of rooms in which I've gathered Latin American curiosa. One entire room is filled with the remnants of the Mayan civilization. Oh, and uh, by the way, you'll see also a bolos, uh, which I know how to use. Uh, mine is painted green. What color was the one the killer used? Chrome yellow. Oh, disturbing shade. I don't like it. Would you and your lovely wife care to follow me? I can describe the items in my collection as we go. Thank you, Mr. Granite. I'd rather not. Then may I offer you a drink? I have one of the largest wine collections in Argentine. I think we'd prefer to leave right now, Mr. Granite. Very well, Mrs. Collins, just as you say. My man tells me you came in your own station wagon, or I'd be happy to offer you a car. Uh, the front door is this way. Good night. Good night, Mr. Granite. Coming, Antonio? The station wagon is right outside, senor. I drove it around to the front. I... Oh, my head. I feel dizzy. I feel sick. Antonio, what's wrong? Oh, sick. Antonio feels sick. The drink, there was... There was poison in the drink. Oh, what drink? <laughs> Try to talk, Antonio. What drink? Senor Granat. Man, he give me drink... While I wait out here. Oh. Oh, oh. Antonio! He's been poisoned! I resent the accusation, Mrs. Collins. Antonio may be ill for half a dozen reasons, but certainly not because of anything he was served in my house. Uh, I'll call a doctor. You'd better call a doctor, and quickly, too. If Antonio dies, you'll have killed him. I'll have the physician come over at once. Don't excite yourself, Mrs. Collins. Antonio! Oh! He's so cold, Greg. Gail, we've got to leave Antonio in Granite's hands. But we can't. We must. Why? We've got to get to Lorna McDougal. Bring her back here as soon as possible. We drove to the hacienda, picked up Lorna, and made all speed back to Granite's place. As we walked through the huge entrance, across the tiled floor... Look, there's Antonio. 
How are you, Antonio? Better, senora. Mr. Granat did not send for the doctor. He didn't? Well, where is he? I'll tell him a He thing. took good care of Antonio. Got me these blankets. Put me on the sofa and gave me a drink. Antonio better. See, Greg? Grant had got a little too ambitious. He knew he couldn't let Antonio die right in front of our eyes. Where is he, Antonio? In that room, senor. He went in there. I think. Antonio, not sure. Antonio fell asleep. All right, Laura. You know what to do. Go into that room? That's right. Tell Grant you want to know exactly what he has to say. Why he wanted to see you. And don't be afraid of it. Remember, we'll be right outside the door. What are you doing? Uh, don't worry, Antonio. Just relax. Go on, Lorna. Through that door. Stand over there, Gail. So Granite can't see you when she opens the door. Ready, Mr. Collins? Ready. Open the door. not here. I don't see him anywhere. I... What is it? In the corner of the room. Mr. Granite. He's dead. Lost boldness. Mr. Granite was lying in the corner of his room with a yellow leather bolus wrapped around his neck. His face twisted in agony with a horrible purple tinge from strangulation. In just a minute, we'll bring you the climax of the case. Greg had examined the body and called for the police. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. You've had more than your share, Lana. I don't understand it, Greg. All this time, I've been thinking that Mr. Granite was... The killer? Well, I was on that trail for a while myself, Gail, but... Mr. Collins, Mrs. Collins. Oh, there's Stuart. What are you all doing? What? Oh. Mr. Granite. He's dead, Stuart. Died the same way Tom McDougal did. Mm-hmm. Oh, swallow, sir? Where'd you come from, Stuart? I work here, Mrs. Collins. I told you that before. I'm Mr. Grant's foreman. Antonio, is this the man who gave you the drink? Drink? What's wrong with Antonio? No. Senor Granite has houseboy. You know... I think we could wash this up even before the police get here. The police? Now, if you'll calm down for a second, Lorna, and answer a question or two. Please, please, no more questions. Not about Daddy, anyway. I can't talk about that, please. Now, take it easy, Lorna. Sit down. Have a cigarette. I'm sorry I only have these native cigarettes. Oh, no, no, thank you. I only smoke American brands. Anybody else? Antonio. I bet you could use one. Oh, uh, thank you, Senor Collins. Ah, that is what Antonio need. Calm the nerves, I think. Why don't you take the chair in the corner, Stuart? I'm sure we'd all stop screaming at each other if we could get at the truth. Back. Never mind the psychological approach, Mr. Collins. All this cozy business doesn't impress me at all. Get to the point. Oh, I will. Yes, Stuart, I will. If I can get everybody to cool off. Uh, how about you? Uh, 
smoke? All right, I'll take one. <coughs> what the... What the kind of... <coughs> What's in this cigarette? It's marijuana. What? Greg, did you say marijuana? That's right, Gail. The killer smokes marijuana, and he... You are very much smarter than I thought, Mr. Collins. Antonio! Get out of my way, Mrs. Stop. Collins. Stop him! He'll get out through the window. Rick, the bullet's on the wall. Give it to me. Here. Watch out, Antonio. I'm going to throw it. No! No, don't throw it! Oh, my legs! My legs! You're lucky, Antonio. I decided to wrap it around your legs and take you alive. You're lucky I didn't give it to you in the throat the way you did with MacDougall and Granite. After they took Antonio away and we said goodbye to Stuart and Lorna, we decided to finish our vacation in Caracas, Venezuela. As we waited in the airport... All right, Craig. Start from the beginning about Antonio. And tell me slowly. Because I'm not in a very bright mood. Well, it isn't complicated at all, Gail. When Antonio collapsed, after he said he'd been poisoned, a packet of cigarettes fell out of his pocket. I recognized them. They were marijuana cigarettes. Well, that gave me a hunch... And when we went back to pick up Lorna, I had a look at the tobacco growing there on the outskirts of the McDougal plantation. It was marijuana. But what's that got to do with it? Uh, don't you see? I've clinched it. Antonio, when we first met him, said McDougal never examined his plantation at all. He left it to his charming foreman, Antonio. Then if you knew it was Antonio... Well, I, I wasn't absolutely positive, Gail. Until I purposely offered those cigarettes to Lorna, Stewart, and Antonio. And, of course, all they knew was that I had a native pack. Lorna refused them. They made Stewart sick. But Antonio enjoyed them. Oh, I know the rest. I can fit the pieces together as well as you can. Antonio was probably growing the marijuana way out near the jungle where McDougal wouldn't notice it. Yeah, that's right. Antonio not only smoked the awful stuff, but mm, probably sold it at a terrific profit. He poisoned the wells and started the brush fire because he wanted to jinx the place. He didn't want anyone to buy the plantation. They might find out his secret. But McDougal must have stumbled across the stuff, so... Antonio killed him. That's the deal. And to throw suspicion off himself, he slipped himself a mickey in Granite's house. But Granite, who was a very sharp apple, must have guessed Antonio was faking him. So, Granite had to get the Bolas treatment, too. Yes, Bolas for flight 63 to Caracas. Greg, darling... When we get to uh, Caracas, you owe me something. Yeah? What is it? A balcony in the starlight. Mm -hmm. 
You were going to show me that even though we've been married for a few years, you could still be romantic. You're going to recite poetry and give me flowers and... Oh, no, girl. Oh, no. Oh, not me. I don't get romantic with all that icky stuff. But, Greg, when we do get to that balcony with gardenias all around it, the stars are out, and we're alone. What will you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll think of something. Well, folks, Gail and I hope you enjoyed our adventure, The Chrome Yellow Death. Be sure to visit us next time for another Puzzle in Murder. For where there is crime and romance, there you'll find Mr. and Mrs. Collins.